morning and welcome to Jew in the City Speaks with your host, Allison, also known as Jew in the City. We get to talk to some really cool people around here uh, doing this podcast. And the neat thing about having this community of Jew in the City followers and fans is that whenever there's news of some Orthodox Jew doing something out of the box or something exceptional, all the people start writing in. Did you hear about Levi uh, Yaffa? Did you hear about Levi Yaffa? There's this really cool woman in a skirt and a wig that's doing all this, you know, uh, really exceptional training. And she's going to be on American Ninja Warrior. You have to have her on your show. So um, we got that messaging for a little while. We wanted to wait until Liba was actually on the show, um, which she has been on now. And the show is just coming out. And so we are delighted to um, hear her story, how she got to be on American Ninja Warrior, how she got to be the founder of Spirit Fit Life. Um, Liba, thank you so much for uh, having us, uh, for, for joining us on our show. Thank you for having me. I feel privileged. So um, I guess start us off with your background. Where did you grow up? Um, you know, what was your Jewish background like growing up? So I grew up in um, Rockway, New York. Um, and I, my parents are both Balchubas. Um, my dad's actually from Alabama. So uh, we, um, you know, we were definitely a unique family with, you know, a lot of uh, diversity within, that, you know, our family. Um, but I um, was raised Orthodox. And I've been to Beast Yaakov's my whole life. Um, and I currently now live in Phoenix, Arizona with my family. Oh, cool. Um, and so where did, so Spirit Fit Life, as you were explaining to me before the show started, it's sort of a, a mind-body uh, program to help women become leaders of their own lives. So um, I guess tell me, um, well, we certainly want to understand like when you got into exercising and then sort of when the mind-body connection leadership thing uh, got started. Um, so I'll take you back to, you know, from when I was a teenager, um, I mean, I was always active. It was something that was like my outlet, it kept me out of trouble, um, you know, it, it took, like it was a way of me, like using all my energy in a positive way. Um, and, you know, part of, you know, how it started, like even me being an American Ninja Warrior is that I never had those chances as a kid to be in competitions or to be part of a team or or anything on like a level past like doing things on my own, you know? So- Can you give um, us an example of some activities you did do on your own? Um, so I, I mean, I did everything. I used to, my school was like four and a half miles away. I used to rollerblade there every morning, bike, I used to, you know, when I was, you know, 14 years old, I would bike at like, you know, it was like six miles there, six miles back. Um, and I played basketball, I ran, I um, did gymnastics. You know, me and my friends, we would just teach ourselves everything. So, mm -hmm. you know, um, that's, you know, anything I get my hands on, I would do. Mm -hmm. So you did not, so you did it on your own. You did not have the chance to do it formally. And, and then what, what came next? When, when did you decide that you would like that there should be more formal? Is that what it was? Right. So, so it was more of like, so, you know, that was something, a passion that I always had. And I wanted to, you know, bring it like that was, you know, the career I was going to go into, um, I started off with, you know, with um, helping teenagers. Um, I had a summer programs for kids um, and we take them extreme wilderness outdoors, adventure type of, you know, six week program. Um, you know, it started in that area. And then um, I became a doula and a child birth educator and a personal trainer. Um, and, you know, Spirit Fit Life is kind of a culmination of all the things that I've done mm -hmm. um, together because I've helped women, you know, through childbirth. I've helped women, you know, like, you know, get fit, help women, right? But not together. And when I realized that you can't really help somebody 
fully if you're not like you know taking their whole self into it because mm -hmm. you know you could teach them exercise but then they go home and you know they have all these you know things that they're coming with right they're you know self-confidence and thing their way they talk to themselves and you know you're not really empowering them mm -hmm. so you know i knew that there was something a lot more i knew there was like some something you know there's a mission for me that i that wasn't in the world before mm -hmm. um and i really didn't know what how much how much it, like when as soon as i opened spirit that life it was like it was like a flood mm -hmm. like like it, it 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 like it grew so fast like right now we have seven employees like working for me and we're like in a few different countries um because there is nothing like this like yeah. that you know women to have such a high level of support and one-on-one -on -one and you know all these different areas something that's like lacking in our in our community so it's, are you only it's a, working you know, with women or, or do you offer uh this, these services to anyone who comes to you so um i attract basically all jewish women um we have we've had one you know one to five out you know of um of religious christians coming come throughout the program um and i've enjoyed that but in general it's basically all jewish women in terms of sort of there being no official outlets when you were growing up i mean i think this is sort of the question of the times and then also certain circles because i um, you know i had a woman who grew up you know more modern than what you grew up and she was playing ice hockey you know years ago now she's like an ice hockey coach of a, a local high school here for modern orthodox girls and there's a million sports in my daughter's school so do you think that there's been improvements on a communal level since you grew up in terms of giving girls um, more options in the circles where you came from? Yeah, I mean, the, the some of the schools do have, like my kids' school here in Arizona, um, you know, and it's the, like, you know, the more right-wing school, they do have soccer team and they do have, you know, different options for the girls. Mm -hmm. You know, they're still not in the, you know, some of the school systems, but there's definitely more opportunities, much more, you know, acceptable. Um, to, to, you know, to have these things in our school system. I agree. And I, I hope that it continues because these are all good outlets and uh, it should only uh, continue more because this is how to be healthy, which I guess is your point about the mind and body connection. Um, can you give us an idea of what kind of uh, services you offer in Spirit Fit Life? Um, so we have, um, part of our program is, you know, customized personal training um, program. So that means that like everybody, you know, everybody's programs created around their life, their lifestyle, whether they work full time, whether they're home, whether they they just gave birth, right? It's all created like really for you so that it's extremely manageable. Um, you know, we have a whole nutrition program, which is anti-diet, which is really just giving you skills and learning, you know, have a healthy relationship with food, you know, and your body. Um, and then the a big part of our program is the whole self-development mindset. So we really dig deep into like self you know, self-talk and vulnerability and self-confidence and scheduling and sleep schedules and everything, all aspects of your life. We have one-on-one -on -one coaching, we have workshops, we've had um, retreats. We've, you know, this year we just had our one in Arizona. We have two retreats a year um, and there's a lot of other stuff, but that's like, you know, a little bit of an overview. All right, taking care of your body from the nutrition side, from Inside the side and having a healthy mind. Where does your Judaism play into this? What are sort of the Torah values that um, inspire you or that you feel are aligned with um, this type of, you know, helping women? Well, you know, in order to real to have a real connection with God, you have to, right, that's why my program is called Spirit 
at life, right? It's because mm-hmm. like it, it's all your spirit, it's all your soul. So you can't really connect health like in a healthy way to God if you're not connected like in a real level to yourself. Mm-hmm. Right? Like like if you're just busy giving and you're not stopping to think and you're just depleting yourself, like you can't really you know focus on like you can't really hear your own voice you don't even know really right so it all has to start from building ourselves you know to to be able to build that real relationship with god and to be able to give that over like we can't give over to our children a healthy relationship if they see like a depleted woman or they see like someone who's let's say you know if if let's say a mom is like like developed and happy and going after her passions like right then you know their that relationship that they, their mom has with Judaism is going to come over from a place of joy, right? So mm-hmm. it's it's you know everybody's on their own spiritual level. So I don't go into like specifics, you know, but it's the spiritual part of ourselves connected to God. And also it's like it's so clear, like you have to take care of yourself, you know? Yeah, and I'll like that's little, important. I'll give you a little Torah that I came that I realized recently that I think totally fits into what you're doing in case you want to use it. Um, you know, it's the first of the Ten Commandments is sort of a weird commandment that God is sort of announcing who he is, but not really being commanded to do anything. It's just like, Anuchi Hashem, right? I'm Hashem. I took you out of Egypt. And what I came to wonder after working with a population, we're dealing with an ex Haredi Hasidic population in our organization through Project Makom, um, a lot of people did not get that basic foundation, that sort of basic, basic foundational idea that like their self matters and that their self, you know, sort of has a right to exist, take up space, make noise. And so I think that before Hashem commands us for all the things that we have to do to serve him, to have a relationship with him, the first thing he's telling us is to be able to say, this is who I am. I am me. This is what I do. I can take up space. I can have a voice. So sort of before the commandments even begin, the first point of it is to just even have a self that you can declare to the world. Yes. I think that I you're that. You love it? Thank you. Um, okay, yes. so now let's move on to American Ninja Warrior. So how did this come about? When did this come about? Was this a, not a lifelong dream because it hasn't been around for that long, but when did you get this idea that you would like to um, swing on things on television? So um, I'm, I'm always like a risk taker. Like you challenge me, I have to do it. Um, you know, and I actually was about two years ago doing a lot of powerlifting, so heavy lifting. Um, it was something that I like, I knew I was very strong, but as a teenager, I like was embarrassed of it. Like it wasn't cool to like lift heavy weights. It wasn't feminine. It wasn't like, it was weird a little. So I was like, had a fear of it. So that was like the first thing I like to break through that and to show girls like strength is a good thing. I started powerlifting and I did not realize how strong I actually was and I was breaking records, but I couldn't compete because they wouldn't let me compete in a skirt. Um, so I, you know, I basically stopped doing that because like they wouldn't let me go farther. Mm-hmm. And when um, somebody actually saw me right on social media and they're like, you must do Ninja Warrior. It is like you, it's you. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, and I've seen it and stuff like that. And you know, they challenged me like you should go, go check it out, go try it out. Right. Cause I'm always thinking for my roots and stuff. Perfect. This was about seven months ago. Mm-hmm. So um, I quickly looked up the local Ninja gym and I, you know, and I went, um, and, and my, I remember telling him, he's like, Oh, what brought you here? I was like, I want, I, you know, this is, a, this is something like that. I, you know, I want, this looks like so much fun. And I also want, you know, to be able to show other girls that like, you know, that they can do these types of stuff and, you know, if, if, you know, and maintain their level of their, their values. Right. 
um, I in, that was the first like when I walked in there, I didn't know what was going to happen, you know. Mm-hmm. Can you just oh. like back us up for a moment, just because for the us, those of us that are not as uh, knowledgeable on the ninja gyms, so you looked it up. So are there gyms affiliated with this American Ninja Warrior show all over the country, right. all over the world? So can you t- walk, so walk ninja, us through that? Right. Okay. So ninja is actually a sport, right? Oh. There's ninja gyms all over the the world, right? Mm-hmm. There's competitions that are not part of American Ninja Warrior. American Ninja Warrior is a TV show. So okay. what is the ninja sport? Can then maybe and I'll take us even a step of, uh, behind that because I just said it was a TV show. What's the ninja sport and then what are the ninja gyms? So ninja, right. So ninja, the, the sport of ninja is basically like, um, you know, there's tons of hanging and swinging and flying through the air. And it takes a lot of upper body strength and grip strength. Um, there's a lot of people who do ninja who, who were like, used to be like, um, you know, competitive gymnasts or competitive, right? There's most like of the people there come like the first thing they asked me is like, what'd you do before this? Like for sure you're something. I'm like, hmm, right? Like you're for sure some sort of athlete if you're here. Mm-hmm. Um, so like most everyone has done something, you know, that brought them to that, like to, to this sport. Mm-hmm. And there's competitions, like like regular competitions all the time. Um, mm-hmm. World, you know, and the Mer- like, and it's only so based on your level of um, ninja. Right. How do, how do you ninja. how do you out ninja the other person? How do you how do you do better? Is it about speed? Is it about not falling off? So there's a whole course. Let's say there's Sunday this Sunday there's a competition. There's a whole course, um, and um, the ninja gyms are doing it all over the country. Mm-hmm. And you like yes, like there's it's if you if you fall right, you get a certain amount of points um, based on like how many you can go through without falling without right. You you, can, you obviously you can't touch the ground. You, you have to like you know do everything without falling. It's whether it's climbing or flying through the air or, or, you know, holding on to teeny little things hanging. So that's basically, and then there's sometimes it's time also, like you beat someone by time also. Okay. So ninjas, the sport, ninja gyms all over the world. You went to the ninja gym seven months ago and you started training essentially. Right. And And um, so then there's this show called American Ninja Warrior and everybody, most ninjas want to get on it. Oh, like it's, it's it's not easy. There's only um, like I think 400 applicants that get accepted, and there's like 700,000 that apply. So yeah, so there's people who've been trying to get on the show for years and years and years. Do you think your being an Orthodox Jew gave you an edge that you were a little bit different than other contestants? Oh, for sure. Yeah. So that's for sure. So there, they the difference between American Ninja Warrior is that it's not just talent; it's also story. So you, you like if you have a story and you have the talent, then you have right something above somebody else. Got it. Everybody there is a story. Every person that you speak to there has some some story that brought them there. So can you tell us a little about like what story you shared with them that they selected you with? Are you allowed to say that? Yeah, for sure. So basically, I showed them my skills, right, my athletic ability, and then also I shared with them my story, like my mission um, was very clear. Like I wanted to be the first Orthodox Jewish woman. To be to be on that stage in a skirt and you know and like a wig and you know dress modestly so that all the women and girls around the world can see that like you know this is possible right you know I mean like I've gotten so many messages like show this to my daughter my daughters my daughters right that was the point so that was you know and also I have a, a daughter who has alopecia which means that she's bald right completely bald um, and you know to to like for meaning she's in my videos also, right? So, you know, kids and women and mothers, everyone can see that, like, you, you know, to be confident with who you are, you know, and 
what you are and, and you know these things build you so that was a big that was the, my big drive to get on the show mm -hmm. beautiful i can tell you working with a population that has been hurt by sort of the jewish world and jewish rituals and even women i know that themselves are not wearing skirts and i don't know if they'll cover their hair one day it's sort of the the symbolism of it is too painful they have posted on our Malcolm group that they're looking at you with so much awe. So it's really an incredible thing, yeah. which is why, you know, our trying to make associations about orthodoxy to be a positive thing that's about healthiness yes. and about being, you know, a person that uses your talents that, you know, again, holistically, you know, through and through um, is healthy and thriving and sort of using those talents that God put us here to do. You're such an incredible example for that. So thank you so much. Thank you. Um, so how much you, you started training seven months ago, what's the timeline of applying versus finding out you did it versus more training versus uh, filming the show? Take us through that timeline. Yes. It's also just wanted to point out what you said before, exactly like even by meaning it's a kid, it's like a, an example of like a woman who follows, right? These things like it doesn't, I don't, I don't talk only to religious people, meaning that's not my voice. It's like, yeah, like you could be be whatever, right? Like meaning be proud and things don't, those things don't have to hold you back. Like you can go after and do anything and no one, you know what I mean? So that's, I'm happy that you shared that with me. That's important to me. So um, basically you find out within two months of sending your application around. And then we had about two months after that. Mm -hmm. And what did you do once you found out that you uh, you uh, were chosen? You were able to share that publicly. So I know that there were some social media posts about that. How did you, did you up your training regimen? Were you just kind of like continuing to do the same thing? And what, what was your training regimen like? Maybe walk us through that. So um, I, um, so with Ninja also, you can't like, you can't over train because like your hands will fall off. Got it. Like, like my hands are like ripped and I don't know if you can see yeah. like, well, you know. Um, so um, I, 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 uh, I went to a private class, like an addition to my other classes, like one-on-one, -on -one, um, which was awesome, you know, because then you can just keep doing the same skill over and over until you get it. Um, so, and I definitely like upped my training. Um, I would do like ninja probably three times a week and then my own like workouts building, you know, strength um, in other areas. The thing that I had a massive disadvantage was I have no exposure whatsoever to competition mm -hmm. which is something that is extremely necessary for for being on competitions like you can be an elite athlete but if you don't right it's yeah. like if you don't have if you don't know how if you don't have that and every time i ask people like they're like you just need exposure that's the only way to prepare yourself so yeah. i wasn't even even able to go to the local competitions because right. they're on no all on saturday saturday right. all of them all on saturday even right. the one that's this this this, this week it's on Saturday. So I'm going to the kids one just to like be there and get kind of an experience, but I still can't. Right. So I, even there's nobody on the show that, that has never been in competition. Ever. Wow. wow. So it was like a disadvantage, but you, uh, you got there anyway. How did, um, so it seems like the, the producers wanted you for your being different and, you know, with all the just continuous negative ex uh, examples of Orthodox stories and Orthodox Jews in news media, which captures the crooks, creeps, and extremists, and, you know, fictional stories, whether it's people's personal tragic stories of being, you know, um, just deeply hurt by people within the Orthodox world, or even the fictional renditions of them. Um, we see so few examples in the media that are positive. So love it that the producers wanted you for that. How, what was it like to be competing in a skirt? What was it like to, you know, obviously stick out? Were there any 
sort of anecdotal moments with other competitors or people in the audience, any ways kosher okay. food? Yeah, how, how did that play out uh, on the show itself? So it was it was like for myself, I happened to like binge, like myself struggling, like, oh, my skirt, it's so annoying. Like, I don't want to, like, what do I always have to stand out? Like during training and on the show itself, like while I was there, it was three days. It was like this overwhelming feeling of like, I was so proud. Like mm. I haven't felt that in so long. Like I was so proud to represent what I was representing and everyone was asking me like, so what's your skirt, right? Like, what's your story? Like, obviously your skirt tells a story. And it was like, so, so many of them never met a North South Street before. Mm -hmm. um, and they thought it was so awesome and cool. And like, you know, and I, I felt so proud to be, to be able to represent like this. So this would be their exposure to what North South Street is, yeah. you know? So there was definitely something that kept coming up and kept coming up and, and you know, that like that was like a really really proud thing that i was able to show these people like yeah or that shoot next time they think about it this is what they'll think about totally yeah i um you know as i made a journey towards dressing more modestly and i took the um took it on to wear a skirt one day because i there i think there was sort of a transition as i was coming observant like do i want to out myself as a jew like this and the truth is mm -hmm. that as i'm seeing more anti-semitic anti-orthodox attacks happening i feel um, even stronger that I want to be, you know, sort of proudly seen and known for who I am and, you know, not um, back down or not hide in any way. So that's definitely um, an incredible thing to be able to, you know, be sort of proudly outed as who you are and also represent um, in a positive way. Um, any other like moments from the show that, you know, sort of, um, you know, anything around food or Shabbos or, you know, did, were they, it was easy to handle all those different aspects in terms of observance? It was on Pesach um which was very complicated they were very accommodating um when i was supposed to come was during pesach the first days and they like moved everything around for me so i came at it with a different region um they were super accommodating in every area um right. you know they they had kosher food but like it wasn't for pesach like you know i wasn't gonna go and tell them like yeah i wasn't gonna go to, it was just like there was nothing that didn't remind me like who i am like every single step of the way was complicated Wow. like everything you know um and they like put me on a special platform to take filming for tv of my skirt literally like hmm. they're like we want to make sure we see an entire skirt right like to like you know so that that like would be represented which is you know interesting also but it's um, so interesting yeah, they were really nice my friend Maya bialik was on what not to wear years ago and she only was wearing skirts at that time and they only gave her skirt outfits when they redid it and nobody mentioned why that was. Um, and they almost wanted to try to like skirt around the issue, pun intended. Um, but I love that um, that they wanted to to highlight this. And it's really, um, it's so incredible because there are so many stories like yours out there in different types and different genres, but um, you know, women that are, are doing healthy, passionate, positive things should uh, get to be heard as well. Um, any specific, um, you know, stories or examples of you know, uh, young girls that you've heard of or women that you've heard of, you know, since this was announced who, you know, talked about this, inspiring them to make a, a positive change in their life or in terms of something, you know, athletic or something healthier. Yeah, I mean, I, I like actually saved so many of the messages that were sent to me. Um, but, you know, um, like someone just messaged me yesterday. She's like, I, you know, she's like, you inspired me. I took, I, I took my daughter yesterday um, to a ninja gym. Um, she's been asking me, like, you know, she's been asking me about it for so long. You know, I've got messages of, you know, uh, 
from mom saying like, oh my gosh, my daughter can't believe you made it. Like this, this has been her dream. You know, yesterday this, um, this girl was telling me that her two brothers like built an ninja gym in their backyard and they can't believe that there's a religious woman that got on, right? So these are things that I'm, you know, and just even just the fact of like that, if you, you know, people are saying like, just, you just by seeing someone up there, right? It's like, when you see someone that looks like you, it's yep. like you see yourself in them somewhat, yep. right? It's it's able, exactly so they, oh, you know, so they're all able, like, it felt like to see some, like anything's possible, like it, meaning even if it has nothing to do with a sport, it's like, if this is possible, then what I want to achieve is possible. That job that I always wanted is possible. The thing that I, you know, I'm limiting myself to is possible. All those kind of things are messages that I've been getting. I'll tell you something else that I've noticed over the years, sort of being in the business of Kiddush Hashem and also being in the business of helping to clean up the messes that cause the Hashem. What I've right. seen is that when we see Kiddush Hashem, we lean into our Judaism. We want to be a part of that. When we see right. Chil Hashem, we turn away. We feel embarrassed. We feel humiliated. And we're like, I don't want to be part of that. So just by being, um, you know, a beacon of positivity and, you know, something proud, it just causes Jews everywhere to want to lean in and be more connected with that. Um, we got three minutes to go. Quick question. That's a yes or no. And then I guess final clothing thoughts. There was a male from Ninja Warrior and a, a girl from Ninja Warrior. Have you ever connected with the two of them or? What, what I mean, I never heard of that there was one. Oh, so there's a, a young girl. Um, I can I can connect you afterwards uh, if you're interested. Um, her I we interviewed her and her father and he said- I Oh, a kid, her. she was a child? Yeah, yeah, kid, yeah, yeah, a kid. Um, I built her a ninja gym in the backyard and I'm like, you built it? You're a builder? He's like, no, I Jewish built it. I hired someone. So he <laughs> built her a ninja gym in the backyard. And then there was a young guy as well, but you are the first Orthodox female. Yes. So, wait, yes. I, 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 I know the guy we've been, we've been talking and um, talk that guy. it's kind of like, you know, this internal, internal world, but yes, I was very cool. the first female yeah, mom yeah. four, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Very cool. And then, um, what, what is next? Any thoughts, um, in our final two minutes, what do you see sort of next now that you've kind of made this next, this sort of, it's a new level in terms of a platform. And, you know, certainly as the show was airing now, I imagine, uh, your, you know, visibility will, you know, continue to grow. Do you have any thoughts on what's next? Well, so first of all, only 30% of the, of them get viewed, um, okay. get actually on TV. And right. the other thing is that that, you know, you know, I didn't share this part, but like, I didn't um, like do the way I wanted on the show. Meaning I didn't perform the way I wanted. It wasn't my show of my athletic ability. You know, it was, the, you know, so it's, there's two things. One is that the fact that like, you know, whatever people see, you know, they're, if I get on TV, you're, they still see the message is still there, right? But for myself, you know, I want to like be really good. So mm -hmm. meaning my training is just getting more rigorous because I want to come back stronger. Um, but my, you know, my, my, my message and my platform is like, I mean, my program spirit for life, that is, you know, you know, everything's kind of like, you know, connected to this because, you know, the more, the more people, the more people see, see that, the more than they look into, you know, spirit for life, the more that they, then they're able to actually like heal themselves or help themselves. Right. So it's, it's kind of all connected, just continue, you know, continue changing lives, continue helping women build, build themselves and grow and strengthen themselves so that we can have a world of strong women. Amazing. Beautiful. Um, well, I don't like to exercise and just hearing you, I'm inspired. So maybe I'll go mm -hmm. listen. Um, well, we I wish you continued Hatzlacha, keep inspiring, keep healing. Um, and uh, yeah, keep uh, doing awesome things. Um, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah.
And thank you all for listening. You can catch the same time, same place next week. Bye-bye.